Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Thank you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your name. We exalt you. We adore you. We love you. We cherish you. We honor you. Oh, we place you first. Yes. Oh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, why don't you clap for the Lord? Somebody clap for the Lord. Amen. Wonderful. Are you blessed this afternoon? I am blessed. There comes a time when the Lord visits children and even the priest cannot stand to minister. And we allow the spirit to have his way. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. I am glad and honored to be here this afternoon. I am really, really honored. And I feel so privileged to be a part of this great gathering. Hallelujah. You are amongst innumerable angels. Hallelujah. I say you are in the midst of innumerable angels. Hallelujah. And I pray that the Lord will open your eyes to behold such wondrous things. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, we want to come before the Lord to receive his words. Um, before we do that, I, um, I believe you all are aware of the pose exam that has been postponed. I, I'm not sure if you were happy about it or you were not. Because when I sent the WhatsApp message, only two people responded to say thank you for the information. So I want to apologize for, on behalf of the administrator, the dean, for the disappointment that came upon you this afternoon. I believe your heads are all swollen with memory verses and you were ready to pour them out and it has been postponed. But the Lord will give you retentive memory. Hallelujah. To remember. He says that he will give you of the spirit. Who is the great teacher. The advocate. And he will bring all things to your remembrance. Hallelujah. Now it means that you have to study. The spirit cannot bring things to your remembrance. If you have not studied. Because it can only bring things that you have studied. Into your remembrance. That means you have studied. And it has to remind you of what you have studied. Isn't that so? Yes. 
Wonderful. So um, the exam is scheduled for next week. And you have one more week to add on to the many, many memory verses that you have acquired. Several others. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Well, let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for a great opportunity, Lord, to be in your presence. Spirit of God, we thank you for such visitation. We thank you, Lord, that you have considered us this afternoon. Heavenly Father, we ask that you remain with us and teach us. Father, you let your angels abound amongst us. Minister to our hearts and let us not leave your presence the same as we came. I avail myself as a vessel. Lord, you know my weaknesses. You know my inadequacies. I pray, Lord, that you just use me only as a vessel to bring glory unto your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wonderful. It's good to see all of you. And on behalf of the presiding Bishop Daggyward Mills, I want to welcome all of you to this beautiful sanctuary. Amen. And um, the choir really put it together. And they, they, they pulled it off. Hallelujah. They pulled it off. And um, when they pull it off, when they pull it off like that, we need to acknowledge and applaud what the Lord is using them to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, this afternoon, I want to continue with the all-important message that we've been sharing these few weeks about tithing. Hallelujah. Do you, do you like this message? Are you being blessed by this message? Hallelujah. You know, it is, it is a spiritual message. It is is this very spiritual and it requires spiritual understanding. Hallelujah. It is not for the carnal mind. Amen. Amen. And so, try not to understand it. Try not to understand it with your own mind and try not to calculate and analyze and reason with your own mind. Hallelujah. But receive it as the engrafted word of God. Amen. Amen. Receive it as the ancient word that is from the Lord and it is the ultimate truth. Hallelujah. Receive it with the mind that if God has said it, then I will do it. Amen. You see, sometimes we allow our experience, we allow our ability, what we know to come in and it cuts the blessings of God. You see, one day, Jesus came to the disciples, and they were by the seashore, and they had tried fishing all night. And the Bible says they toiled all night, 
and they caught nothing. Do you see? And in their disappointment and their aggravation, Jesus asked of their boat to use it to minister. Hallelujah. And they offered the boat. And not only did they offer, he asked them again to push it a little further. You know, it's like we have offered your boat and you want us to also push you a little further. You know, they could have in the aggravation, could have pushed him so that he would have flipped over. You know, such as some people do. Do you see? But they offered the boat and he ministered. And at the end of that service, he told them to throw the net in the sea. And their experience, you see, Peter was a very experienced fisherman. He had, he was fishing before Jesus was born. So when Jesus said, throw the net, and he looked at him, he realized that this man is not experienced. Because if you were experienced, you would not even make a comment or make an, give an instruction like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he realized that this, so he just took a deep breath and said, Lord, we have toiled all night, not in the shallow waters. You know, we have gone deeper seas. And then he looked at him and he said, but at thy word, if you are saying it, we are experienced fishermen. We have tried all methods that we know. And we did not catch anything. But at thy word. If you are saying it. If you, Jesus, you say we should throw the net in these shallow waters. We will do so. And they threw the net. And to their surprise. To their amazement. You see, you can only believe in the word of the Lord. You cannot analyze it. You cannot allow your experience to come in. You cannot allow what you just experienced to affect the word of God. You cannot allow the marriage that you just left in to affect the word of God. You cannot allow the children that you are raising to affect the word of God. You cannot allow the job that you just lost to affect the word of God. The word of God is super, is super, it surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. It, is, it surpasses your understanding. It surpasses your experience. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? Yes. So don't allow your previous experiences and don't allow even what you are going through to cancel the effects of the word of God. Hallelujah. Because he is an all-knowing God He's the all-powerful God. The Bible calls him the beginning and the end. He knows the end from the beginning. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Hallelujah. And with him, all things are possible. I say with him, all things are possible. With him, every situation can change. With him, all things are possible. With him, every condition can change. With him, the thing that is impossible in your mind, he says with him, that thing is possible. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yes. So this afternoon, whatever situation you are in, 
whatever condition you are in, I want you to lay it down here because with God, all things are possible. I say whatever situation that you are experiencing, whatever condition that you are in, with God, it may look like it's a very difficult and complex situation. It may look like it's not changeable. But God said, that is with man. That is with man's analysis. That is with man's understanding. He says, with man, that situation is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. That is why he says he can do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that what? You can think. You can think. That means you can, you, what, whatever you can imagine. Whatever you can, you, you can think of, you see, you, you can think of it, and when you analyze it, it's impossible. But he can do above that, what you can think. He can do above what you can ask. You say, Lord, all I need, all I need is just this, just this job, this job, that's all. If you will only give me this job, Lord, all I need is just my papers. If you can only, get, but he can do all above that you can ask. Amen. Can do above that. All I need is one child. Lord, just give me one. One day, one time in my life, that is all I was praying for. That is all I was praying for. I said, Lord, I go on my knees and I say, if you give me just one child, just one child, that was my prayer. By the time I realized he was doing all above, at some point I told my wife, I said, no more. No more. When she's talking about children, I say, hey. One day somebody was saying, oh, we receive another child. Touch the blessing. I said, let that blessing bypass me, not me. That is God. When I had no hope, when I gave up, when I, when I came to the conclusion and I said, I will marry you just the way you are, with or without child, I will marry you. And so let us settle and just leave the marriage. Let us just enjoy the marriage. Like that. And by the time I realized, he says, you don't know what you are asking for. You say you want one child, I'll give you more than that. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Well, this afternoon, I want us to look at the reasons why tithing does not work for some people. The reason why tithing does not work for some people. Amen. If God has given us the ability to give, if God has given us that grace to give, why are we tithing? Why are we giving unto him but it is not working for us. There are people who do not receive the rewards of tithing. Hallelujah. There are people who do not experience the rewards of tithing. And we want to look at some of the reasons why this does not work. Hallelujah. Now, the first thing that I want us to understand is in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. That is the first thing that I want us to understand. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, it says, 
all things, all things work together, all things, everything, everything that you are analyzing. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Hallelujah. To them that love God. If you have shown your love to God, if you have put your heart in God, if you are giving unto the Lord, if God has your heart like this, and he says that you are, you, by you bringing him the tithe, you are showing him that you love him. You are showing him that you honor him. Now, if you love him and you bring him the tithe, then everything that works around you, everything that you experience, it is working for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything that you are experiencing, what you have received and what you have not received is working for your good. Hallelujah. Everything. And so we understand that it says all things work together for good. That means that there are many things that work to bring a good. Do you understand what I'm sharing? There are many things that work together to make something good. There are many things that work together to make soup taste nice. Do you see? You cannot just take a, back, a, a bowl of water and put tomatoes in it and then stir it and take the tomatoes out and mash it and put back and expect that. It looks like soup, but it may not taste nice. Do you see? Other things have to be added. Other things have to work in. Other things have to go in. And some of the things that have to go in, if you take them individually, they are not good. Some of the things that have to work in, some of the things that have to go in to make this thing come out good, if you take it alone and you, and you, you, you take that alone in, that thing is not good. If you take the salt alone, if you take the salt alone and, and then you begin to eat the salt alone, that thing is not good. If you take the pepper alone and you say, it is going to go in the soup anyway, so let me eat the pepper and let it settle and then I will eat the other things, that thing will not be good. So you realize that a lot of things have to go in to make good. Now some of the things also, they are good by itself. Like the meat, when you roast it, when you simmer the meat and it's soft and, you know, it's nice and it's tender, that you can eat alone and it tastes good. But there are other things which are not good. But they are all going together. They are all coming in together. They are all pouring into that bowl to make that soup taste good. (laughs) Hallelujah. They all come together to make it taste good. They all come together to make good. Hallelujah. And so there are certain experiences that you may have that may not by itself, that experience by itself does not make it good with you. And it feels like God has left you. But I tell you that all things are working together for good for those who love God. Hallelujah. The difficulty is working together for your good. The challenge is working together for your good. I remember when I couldn't, when I was in school, it, things were difficult. Things were difficult. And then we were trying to have a child and then trying to do this and trying to, and things were difficult. Then I had to work and take care of my wife and still go to school and do this and do that. Things were difficult. 
And then least did I know, least did I know that what the Lord was withholding from me, what the Lord was withholding from me was working together for my good. They were working together for my good. Because he says that he says that the righteous man who delights, who delights in his law and meditates in his word, he will bring forth fruit in his season. In his season. The righteous man's season. The righteous man also has a season. The righteous man cannot just have fruits anytime that he wants. But God has to make all things work together. All things working together. That you have this and you have that and you have this. You cannot have this. You cannot have that. Yes, I will withhold it from you so that you can do this. I will withhold this. But what I'm doing is that I am putting them all together. I am bringing them all together and I am making them good for you. Hallelujah. I tell you, if we understand the ways of God, if we understand the ways of God, you know, there are certain situations that, you know, when it comes, when it comes in your life, it just brings you down on your knees. It just, it just boosts up your prayer life. There are certain situations that God brings in your life and that just boosts up your prayer life. There are just certain situations that God brings in your life and it boosts up your counseling ability. He allows you to experience something to give you such wisdom. Because you see, sometimes when you are experiencing something, you look for scriptures to answer the situation. And as you are searching and you are searching, he adds certain wisdom to you. And so next time when you are counseling somebody, you say, where cometh this wisdom? But you see, all things are working together. All things are working together. All things are working together for your good. All things are working together. Hallelujah. All things are working together. There's a scripture in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, Now, for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. Do you see? It says, now for this reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence. You have faith. Supply also moral excellence. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. And when you have knowledge also, Retain it and then bring on self-control. And in your self-control, perseverance. And in your perseverance, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly kindness. And in your brotherly kindness, love. And then it says, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing... The King James says, and they abound. That means they stay and they increase. They, you maintain them. If you maintain these, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, so there are so many things that have to add on to make you fruitful. Many things have to go in to make the thing fruitful. Hallelujah. 
Many things have to go in to make you fruitful, to bring forth your fruit in your season. Many things have to go in. You have, you, 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 first, you do not stand in the way of sinners. And he says, you don't sit in the seat of the scornful. You also have to meditate on the law of the Lord. And you have to have a delight in the law of the Lord. And when you have done this, he says, then your life becomes like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. The rivers have to feed you. The rivers have to feed you. After you have done this, all of this are coming together. All of these things are coming together. And he says, such a person, when he has all this, he says that he will bring forth fruit in his season. Hallelujah. He will bring forth fruits in his season. Amen. So, the, one, of the first, the, one of the things, or the first thing that causes people, or one of the reasons why Titan does not work for some people, is that they do not recognize God's provision when it comes. People do not recognize God's provision when they experience it. When God makes provision in our lives, we do not experience it. Hallelujah. Because God's way of rewarding you for tithe may not be exactly how you expect to be rewarded. And so sometimes you experience God's provision and you miss it. God's provision comes your way, but because of your own expectation, you miss it. Because of Because of what you expect, what Naaman was expecting to be done, he almost missed God's provision for his life. Naaman was a leper, and when healing was coming his way, he he had his own understanding how God should move. He had his own way, and he defined his own way how God should heal him, and he almost missed his blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes what we expect God to do is not what he will do. And it's not what he's doing. And it makes us miss our expectation. Or it makes us miss his moves and his rewards. So you realize you are paying your tithe. And you are expecting that God will move in a certain way. You are honoring the Lord with your substance. But you are not experiencing the blessing. Hallelujah. And sometimes the blessings just has passed by. Just has come. And you, are, you have really gone through the blessing, but you do not acknowledge it. You know, in the midst of many good, in the midst of many good, we don't seem to count blessings. Do you realize that? You see, a lot of you are sitting here, and you have not thought for once that it's a blessing to be able to put food in your mouth, and it goes down your esophagus, and it goes to your stomach. You have not counted this as a blessing. But a day, somebody will count it as a blessing when that person rises up one day and they says, now you can eat. Hallelujah. I have been in a place where people are really hungry. They are very hungry, but they say you cannot eat. And sometimes it is as simple a thing as a great blessing for someone who will otherwise spend Five days in a hospital, one simple blessing is your ability to pass flatus. You are laughing. Yeah. That you are not able to do that, 
You are not able to do that, or you don't understand what I'm saying. Who does not understand what I just said? You want me to break it down? Forgive. Pass gas, gas, gas. Your inability to pass gas can keep you in a hospital for five days, in a hospital bed, with bills. With bills. Do you realize that your ability to pass gas, God has saved you a lot of money in your pocket right now? You see? You don't know. God has saved you money right there. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we're driving on the highway. Yesterday we went to we went to Maryland, and then as we were coming, we were coming. We, we realized we, we were we were running late, and so we were we, we just pressed a little deeper on the on the pedal, and then just as we were coming, as we were coming, something just ministered to me and said, "Slow down," because we had this GPS who, which could have told us ahead of time if. Things are ahead. But it was not working. And I said, now this thing is not working. So how do we tell? So I said, we go by the spirit. And as we were moving and moving and we were moving, and then something said, slow down. And the moment I slowed down, there was the cup right there. Right there, God saved me a trip to Maryland court and some money in my pocket. Is that not a blessing? Is that not a reward for my titan? Recently, I sent a video to some of you. I received a video from Apostle Joel. Apostle Joel sent that video to us, and I passed it on to you. A young boy, a young boy. I wish I had a video to show you on the screen for some of you who did not receive it. A young boy was standing at a fence by the roadside. I think he was coming from school, and then he felt like he needed to play. And then he was just playing and playing. And as he was playing, something just told him, just now begin to walk. And he was just doing like this. So he, we counted, actually, we counted. It was five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. And the car just rammed to that side rail. Rammed into where the boy was standing to hit a tree where the boy was standing. And he would have five seconds. And the conclusion we came to was that his mother must be some serious tight payer. Yes. Amen. How many of you saw that video? Yeah. If you didn't see it after church, come and see me. I will forward it to you again. To see how the Lord delivered five seconds like this. One. He was just standing there playing like this. He, He had his back book back on his back and coming backpack and coming book bag is for women backpack is for school kids I'm learning every day or packet book is for women I don't why do they call it packet book I don't know but anyway so the boy was just playing like this playing and then one two three four five seconds five seconds Amen. Sometimes we don't recognize the Lord's deliverance. Sometimes as you are driving on a highway and you miss your exit, you miss your exit, 
you are very angry. You are very angry. I'm going to be late for another five minutes. The Lord has added another 50 years to your life. You are worried about another five minutes. The Lord just saved you from the accident that would have otherwise happened along the road. And you miss your exit and you are angry. And you see, you don't see that your tithe is bringing you many blessings. You cannot see that. Hallelujah. Some of you, you have worked in your company for a long time. You have not called in sick before. No sick call. And some of you, if you were to call in sick, they will not pay you. Some of you, you have a job where if you call in sick, they will not pay you. But the Lord has made a provision that you'll be able to go to work every day if you want without a sick call and you have not lost a payday and you don't think that God has put money in your pocket? Which you would otherwise would have lost. We don't recognize the blessings of God. Hallelujah. I say we don't recognize. The pap smear that you had. That they told you. That it's neg- Listen. Listen. It was just a moment of ovarian cancer. That the Lord just delivered you from. And as they called you with the results. That it was just a moment. And you don't think God has blessed you. Amen. See, you dress and then you push your breast up and then you are showing it off. And you, 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 put, you wear some special dresses to show, because God has blessed you, you are well endowed. And so I have to show, there was a time when I used to take the train downtown to work. And there was this woman that I, I always would be on the train with. And she and her husband, and they will join the train. And as we are coming, the train will get to a place. And um, maybe some of you may have seen them before. They always come on the train with, um, with some napkins to hold the rail, two of them. I think they are very, um, you know, <laughs> OCD, OCD, you know. And then as soon as, you know, the man will, I don't, I don't want to give you detail because then, you know, against HIPAA on the train. <laughs> the man will get off on the train at a certain station, and as soon as the man gets off the train at a certain station, the woman will bat- unbutton her shirt a little bit, and I see she looks in the mirror, you know, the, the window, and then she'll fix her, the blouse that she's having to, because the man is gone. So now she's ready to show some. You see, you see that you are happy about and you are, you know, God has just delivered you from a moment where you wish you never had breasts. You wish you never had breasts. You are just a mammogram. Just one result of a mammogram to change your life completely. But may that never be your portion. I say no woman here shall have a bad mammogram result and report. the sound of my voice. No woman in this church will have a bad mammogram report. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe these things? Believe in the supernatural. Hallelujah. Believe in the supernatural. Amen. Believe in the supernatural. You know, some of you women, you have children, you have three, four, five children, and you are just going back and forth freely. You know, somebody just has pregnancy, one pregnancy, and all you need, the fluid that is supposed to 
buffer your child. The fluid that is supposed to be around your child, that little bit of that fluid gets into your blood and you've got what we call amniotic fluid embolism. And you think the Lord has not delivered you. Hallelujah. I say God has made a lot of provisions in your life. God has made a lot of provisions and the more you acknowledge it, the more he will do for you. Amen. I said, the more you acknowledge it, the more he will do for you. Some of you, you have used the same refrigerator for many years. It has not broken down. Many years, the same refrigerator, it freezes, it cools, it chills, and sometimes you are angry that it overfreezes. You know, and you have not had a need to buy another refrigerator. God has put money in your pocket. I said, God has put money in your pocket. Somebody just bought a microwave and the day the warranty expires, it breaks down. And you have to go and buy another one. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe in the supernatural. God is ready to do wonderful things for you. Amen. You see, so everything that is happening around you, God is blessing you. I said, God is blessing you. The man who made that decision not to marry you, he changed his mind. God has blessed you. You have no idea what the Lord has delivered you from. You have no idea what the Lord has delivered you from. You say, he broke my heart. He broke what heart? Fix that heart quickly. Put it together because the Lord is ready to do greater things on that heart. He broke what heart? Better things are coming. He broke your heart. If you broke your heart, fix it for the better man that is coming. God broke my heart. He broke your heart. God delivered you from calamity, from many years of misery, from many years of crying on your pillow. God has saved you and you say he broke your heart. Fix that heart right now. Fix that heart and be prepared and allow God that he's going to give you a better man. I say he's going to give you a better man. He's going to give you a handsome man. Someone who is going to take care of you. Someone who is going to make you happy. Someone who is going to bless you. Someone who you're going to enjoy. Oh, fix that heart, somebody. I said, fix that heart, somebody. Oh, fix that heart quickly. It's not a broken heart. It is a prepared heart for better things. I say it is not a broken heart. But it is a prepared heart for better things. Hallelujah. Fix that heart quickly. And move on. Put yourself together. Where is that smile? A broken heart. Put your makeup on again. And come back. You, you, you go to your wardrobe and you say, Oh, Johnny, this is what I used to wear. Oh, Johnny... Put it back on. Bring them out from the closet. Bring those nice clothes out from the closet. Who is Johnny? God has delivered you from a wicked and unreasonable man. You have no idea because of your tithe. God says, no, this man cannot treat my daughter like that. God has delivered you. Hallelujah. Amen. God has delivered you. Believe in the supernatural. If you are a tight payer and you love God, he says, all things, all things, all things are working together for your good. All things are working together for your good. The woman said no, so what? The woman said no, so what? 
Listen, four women have said no. Move on. Five women have said no. God has delivered you from wicked and satanic women. I say, God has delivered. Another one will say no. You are moving on because God is preparing you for better things. I say, God is preparing you for a better woman. Yes. Yes. You have no. He says, he says that he says that I have plans of peace and not of evil to bring you to bring you to an expected end. Plans of peace and not of evil. He says that he says that I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. You see, what has entered into the heart of man, you, you it is not the right thing. It is not the right thing. He said, I has not seen. Somebody expect the woman that no eye has set on. He says, I has not seen. I has not seen. You see, you are, you, are, you are sitting there and you are imagining how will she look like? My future wife, how will she look like? I will look at her standing in the kitchen, you know, and she's looking this way. It's God says that it has not even entered the heart of man how she will look like. Amen. So, brother, Get ready for what the Lord is bringing you. Oh, and when the Lord comes your way, you will see that this is indeed the doing of the Lord. You will see that it's the doing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Believe in the supernatural. I say believe in the supernatural. Amen. Is somebody receiving the message right now? Believe in the supernatural. You know, sometimes you're sitting on a plane and God has sent angels to be around you. Angels, for your sake, for a tight payer's sake, the plane will come to safety. For the tight payer's sake, for the tight payer's sake, angels are on the highway. They are cushioning your car. Angels. Amen. Amen. Yesterday when we were traveling, I just I showed my I said, look at that. Look at look at right there. Demonic. A car, I mean, coming from nowhere and then coming like that. To hit a car that was right in front of us. I said, look at that. But because we were on the way. Oh, because we were on the way. The angels were around. Pushing things aside. Pushing things aside. Hallelujah. Do you believe in the supernatural? Believe in the supernatural. Amen. Believe in the supernatural. You know, last, last week, somebody sent me a text message. Vicky, come and give. Come, come, come. Come and give me that text. Um, um, come, 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 come. Put your hands together for Vicky. Come, come. Come. You know, he sent me a message. Listen, let your let your antennas arise. Let them be alert. Be sensitive to the spirit. Be sensitive to the move of the spirit. Hallelujah. She sent me a test message. Let let her share with you. Vicky, share with us. A test message. Hallelujah. Is it on? Yes. Um, usually when um, um, pictures are being posted on um, Facebook page, I usually like, you know, share it and then just write some messages under the pictures. And um, a lot of people have been, you know, messaging me like they want to join the church. And I've actually introduced um, people to the Alabama branch and um, the broken branch, 
and um, so far they like it. And what did they say they were seeing in the pictures? They said they actually um, see that the Holy Spirit, like, you know, when they see the pictures, they see that the Holy Spirit, it's, they actually see the Holy Spirit in the pictures. So, Do you understand? They say they look at the pictures and they feel the presence. They see the Holy Spirit in the pictures as they are looking in the photographs that we have taken on the Facebook. Do you understand? They are seeing the Holy Spirit. And so they said that, they, they said that, so they want to join Lighthouse. And so some of them, one was where? Albany. Alabama. Alabama. He said, is there a Lighthouse Chapel International in Alabama? And then she's connecting them. She's finding churches all over the place for them. Hallelujah. You know, a brother came to church last Sunday, and then he was sharing with me at the end of the service. He says, you know, I called him. I didn't, re- I didn't really reach him, and I spoke to his mother. I spoke to his mother. He wasn't home. And his mother says, oh, he was in your church. Oh, the, I don't know what the Lord has, you know, what the Lord is doing in this child's life. You know, the, the Lord is blessing this child so much. I have not said anything to him. And he says, and then the mother said, he was sharing with me some of the experiences that he had in the church. And he was sharing with me at the end of the service. He says that as he was sitting there, he saw angels moving around. He saw angels moving around. And then as he was ministering, he says that he, he saw the Holy Spirit. He, saw, he said that he realized that it was a difficult entrance in the beginning. It was a difficult, this is last week, Sunday. He says it was a difficult break. It was like a wall. It was like a wall as we were breaking into the message. And then as we broke through, he says he felt the mighty presence of the Spirit of God. You see? And then last Sunday, so many of you were calling and making mention of, oh, the, it was a simple message we preached, but it was the Spirit that was behind the message. Do you understand? And then as we were praying, you also come and, come and share your testimony. I want you to be alert to the spirit of God and the presence of the spirit. Hallelujah. So actually, I wasn't there when the uh, gentleman shared his testimony. So This was afterwards. I spoke to the gentleman, and then as soon as I came here, this man also came to me, and this was what she was, he was sharing. So when uh, daddy was praying for us, uh, for the titus, I, I realized an oil being poured on, in our hands. Then he said, we, all of us will lift our hands and receive the gifts of God. And I told him that when he was praying. So I saw Brother Bansi move. So I was like, oh, did he see what I'm seeing? Or did he feel the presence of the person pouring the oil? And I came to share with him that that's what happened during the... Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. You see, I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. All that was... In me was that, lift up your hands and receive. And he says, at that moment, he felt that somebody was pouring oil on their hands. You see, I didn't see it. But I'm telling you, be sensitive to the presence of the Spirit. If you are a tight payer, God says that as you have shown your love to him, as you have shown your love, you see, your love, he said, Jesus said that where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. And if you have put your heart in God, where your money is, that is where your treasure, your treasure is in your money. And if you, as sh- you have shown God that it is, not easy, it is not difficult for you to part with your money to give him, 
He says that then everything that is working around you is working together for your good. Hallelujah. It's working together for your good. Amen. The second thing why tithing does not work for some people is because it is not the first thing they give. The tithe is not the first thing they give. Hallelujah. The tithe is not the first thing they give. Amen. Believe that the tithe is working for you. Hallelujah. Believe that the tithe is, not, is working for you. Amen. You know, when you, when, when, you, when you are a tithe payer, understand that there are angels around you. There are angels that guide you. There are angels that lead you. There's a brother who pays tithe faithfully. And then when he's walking and then he trips on something and it's like he was almost falling, he gets angry with the angels. Say, hey, angels, where are you? That you, 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 I almost fell. Be on duty quickly. He, he, walk, he said, the, I'm paying my tithe faithfully and he expects that the angels will, when he gets common cold, he say, ah, angel, I'm not supposed to have common cold. What is this cold from? Yes. Yeah. Please, I'm not supposed to stop me when I'm driving. Please, why angels? Where were you? Why didn't you let me know in ahead, ahead of time that the police are around? You are paying your tithe. Expect these services from the angels. Hallelujah. Believe in the supernatural. Don't take it lightly. Amen. Don't take it lightly that you bought, you went to the restaurant and you bought food and your drinks and then as you were, you turn around, you knock your drink down. That you have to spend another money to buy another drink. No, 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 no. That's waste of money and you are not supposed to waste money. So you have, you have angels, please, next time, make sure. Even when I knock it, make sure that it's there. Believe in the supernatural. Walk as a spiritual person. Hallelujah. Walk as a spiritual person. When they are talking about lay off on your job, you say, minus me. You say, minus me. It cannot be you. Amen. Some of you, you have kept the same job a long time. You have never been unemployed since you've been in the country or since you started working. You have never been unemployed. You have, some of you don't even know how to fill or how to design a resume. You don't remember. That modern resume around, you don't remember. You still old time type of resume. What they call it? Um, something, something upon request. You're writing all those things still. References upon request. 1990 resume. References upon request. You don't write that anymore. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Tithing does not work for some people because it is not the first thing they give. It is not the first thing they give. Hallelujah. When you don't make the tithe the first thing, it takes the element of honor from it. You see, we, see, we have to analyze the scriptures. We have to understand the scriptures as what God says about the tithe so that we fulfill everything concerning the tithe. Hallelujah. There's a scripture in Nehemiah chapter 12 and verse 43. It says, also that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The wives also and the children rejoiced so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard even afar off. Verse 44. 
And at that time, there were some appointed, there were some appointed over the chambers of the treasures for the offerings, for the first fruits and for the tithes, to gather them out of the fields of the cities, the portions of the law for the priests and Levites. For Judah rejoiced for the priests and for the Levites that waited. Hallelujah. The tithe must be the first fruit of your increase. The first fruit. It is not the last fruit. We do not take the tithe, we do not take certain things out before we give. You see, Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. Let us read that. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. It says, Honor the Lord, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. With the first fruits of all thine increase. Honor the Lord with your substance. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits. You see, if we are going to benefit from the tithe, if we are going to receive the benefit and the reward that comes from tithing, then we should, we should fulfill the scriptures. Is somebody understanding what I'm... Because the thing you are paying anyway. So fulfill the scriptures. It says, honor the Lord. It becomes an honor. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. And then verse 10, he says, so that, he says, so shall thy bonds, when you do this, when you fulfill this scripture, then thy bonds be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst with new wine. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? So fulfill the scripture, fulfill the scripture. And then you receive the blessing. It is the word of the Lord and you have to accept it. It is the word of the Lord. You don't take certain things out first. You don't pay your bills first and then you bring what is left. You see, then it takes the honor out. And the Bible also says that God loves a cheerful giver. Now, have you not realized that when you start taking things out, you're paying this bill, you're taking this out, you're taking that out, then you are left with just enough over your time and then it becomes difficult to pay and at that time you don't give it cheerfully do you understand what i'm sharing with you and then it's not also easy for you to honor and that is why sometimes you skip it that is why you see god knows us and he wants our heart and he wants us to give from our heart what is interest what is important to god is not the money how many of you understand that god does not need your money What he's interested is your heart. And he wants you to give it cheerfully. He wants you to show him that your trust is in him. Amen. That is what God is interested in. So he says, honor him with the first fruit of your increase. Everything, God, God wants to be first. He says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, he says, seek ye first. He seek ye first, my kingdom. Seek it first, my kingdom. If you are seeking for anything, seek ye first my kingdom and its righteousness and all the other things I will add. The same scripture. Bring in all your first fruits. Bring in all the first fruits of your increase. So shall thy bonds be filled. Is somebody understanding the word of God? You are too quiet on me. It looks like you don't like what I'm sharing with you. Amen. That is why quiet time, you make every effort to do your quiet time first thing in the day. First thing. 
Seek God first. First thing. Before you step out, let that be the first thing you do. Hallelujah. Read this word. He wants to be first. God wants to be first. God wants to be first in everything that you do. Amen. He wants you, when you, ra- when you rise up from bed, the first person he wants you to talk to is him. He wants you to pray. Sometimes when you rise up, the first thing you want to say, thank you, Jesus, for causing me to rise up. Talk to him. Thank him. Even before you go to do anything else. Before you even do anything. Develop that. Make God first in all things. Make, I say make God first in all things. Jesus gave us an, an example. In Mark chapter 1 and verse 35. The Bible says, you see, he was a very busy man. He was very busy with a thriving ministry. Ministry that people would thrive to come and look for. And you see, when we seek the honor of men, we will go and enjoy the presence. This, but look, Mark 1 and 35 says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. There he prayed. Do you see? And there prayed. And Simon and, it says, and Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And what did they do? And when they had found him, they said unto him, all men seek for thee. The church, the, a whole lot of people have gathered to see you. But he set those things aside. He set his busy schedule aside to seek his father first in the morning. First thing in the morning. Hallelujah. Because God always wants to be first. God wants to be first in everything. He says, serve him with all your mind. Serve him with all your heart. Serve him with all your strength. Don't go and give all your strength to Morgan Stanley before you come to him. Some of you, you have, God has given you such intellect and you do so many great things for companies. You design wonderful programs for companies, but you can, you can come out with wonderful things for God's work also. And do that before you go out to do other things. Is somebody understanding what I'm, or you don't like what I'm sharing with you this afternoon? That is what is on the table. That is the menu. Amen. Hallelujah. God will bless you if you put him first. God will bless you. He is he, he's called a, a jealous God. Exodus chapter 20, verse 1. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 1. He says, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Do you see? God is saying, thou shalt have no other gods before me. And then he says, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything. You see, God is not giving room for anything to come before him. He said, you should not have any graven image. Sister Nash, do you understand what I'm sharing? Don't have anything else before him. Don't have, let, let not your job come before him. 
Let not money come before him. Let not your children come before him. Let not your marriage come before him. He says that thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water underneath the earth. Wherever, there's nothing that should come before God. And he says, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. He said, I am a jealous God. God is a jealous God. God does not want anything before him. God does not want anything to compete with him. He says, he shares his glory with no man. Hallelujah. He says, I am a jealous God. And for that alone, look at that. He says, I am a jealous God. And if you play with me, I visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. Unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Just that. Look at that. Just, we don't place him first. He visit our iniquity of the fathers upon our children. Not just the immediate children. The third and fourth generation. Hallelujah. Some of you, that's why you need to be born again. Because some of your father's sins, some of your fathers had idols, idols, worshiping idols. And God is visiting their sins unto you and unto your children. That is why you need to be born again. And when you are born again, he says, all things are passed away. Now let's begin. All things are brand new. Amen. He says, I am a jealous God. Hallelujah. And then verse 6 says, he says, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Exodus 34 and verse 14. What does it say? It says, for thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Hey, for the Lord whose name, did you know that God's name is Jealous? He says that for the God whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. You, you thought you were the only one who is jealous. You thought you were the only one who wants to be placed first. You know, some of you, some of you women, you are married. But even in, in casual conversation, even if your husband says, oh, you know, he says, so was I the one that you always wanted to marry? He says, oh, no. You know, there was another woman that, hey! You get jealous. He says, so you really thought of another woman in the before. So you really had in mind to marry another. You see, you see, you are my wife now. Do you see? You are my wife. And all that I have is yours. Is it that so? And I am yours. But even then, even then, you see, even the things that are in the past, you are jealous. That I even conceive of marrying another woman, you'll be jealous. Do you see? Everyone wants to be first. Everyone wants to be honored. Amen. The first makes it honorable. Making it first makes it honorable. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? Making it first makes it honorable. I remember one time we went to the amusement park. You see? And then some people, as we, we were standing on this long line, because the right, the, all the children wanted to go on that ride. So we're standing on this long line. And then as we're standing there, there's some people that come. And then, and then they go in. I said, ah, 
What is happening? They come and then they go in. They call them preferred membership, preferred tickets. They have preferred tickets. They have, they have preferred tickets. They are special. They are preferred people. And then when, as we were standing, we were all jealous. I said, I will not go to an amusement park again without this type of ticket. Everyone wants to be treated well. And it's honorable. First, it's honorable. When you come in, you bypass all the people and you go in. Is it not honorable? You go to the airport. You go to the airport and then they call for the first class people. Do you see? They call for the first class people. Sometimes you don't hear and then you go. And then you are standing there. They look at your ticket. They are boarding the preferred people. Unrouble. Hallelujah. They call for the first class, preferred business class, preferred members. It's un- and they want to honor them by making them first to board. Are we not all going on the plane? Are we not all going to arrive at this destination? Are we not arriving at the same time? But there is some honor to certain people by making them first. Hallelujah. There is an honor when you make something first. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? And then sometimes, you see, as the people, they put some rug. They put small rug. You see, my church rug is longer. I can walk on it, you see. But the airport, they put a rug this length from here, maybe two feet. Sky priority, yes. Sky priority. And they write on a sky priority just to show that we honor these people. Walk on that small carpet to get into the plane. Walk on that. First, be first. It's honorable. It's honorable. People like to be honored. Walk on that short length, just going on the plane. Short length, they put a rug there for you to walk on. Amen. And you see, sometimes they are finished. They are done. They're first class and then now second, now zone two, zone three. We are now boarding zone three, zone four, zone five. And then you see the people fighting. There's zone two people, they're fighting for the position. You see, they are fighting. They are fighting already. And then they line up the long lines on two with all their baggage, their children, and they line up. And then as they are boarding them, you see another one who was just late. Another preferred, sky preferred member coming who was late. And then he comes and then with his bag and then they, as you are born, they stop you. All of you, they stop you. They say, come on, this red rock, come on, come on. Everyone likes to be first and honored. When we make you first, you are preferred. Hallelujah. You are preferred. But you realize that all of us will sit on the plane. All of us will arrive the same time. The same pilot will take us. They will serve us the same. Amen. Oh, the, the service is not the same. Okay. Wow. They serve different things. In fact, we all have to upgrade ourselves to first class. We have to upgrade, upgrade ourselves to first class. Amen. So you see, you feel that, oh, but I've paid my tithe anyway. But the manner that you gave your tithe, it's not, you, you, don't, you don't put that preference. You don't put that honor in making God first. You don't put that nice rack on. You don't make him first. 
If somebody understands what I'm sharing with you, and so you don't receive. He says, honor me with the first fruits. I want to be first. He says, I, the Lord, whose name is Jealous, I am a jealous God. In case you didn't know, I am telling you that I am a jealous God. Hallelujah. Our time is up. And then we will pause here, and we will continue next time. That we may stand onto your feet. Stand onto your feet. Stand onto your feet. Stand onto your feet. Oh, we're going to honor the Lord. We're going to honor the Lord. We're going to honor the Lord. Yes. We will honor the Lord. We will honor the Lord. Why should we honor with our first fruit and we are not benefiting? Lord, set us straight. Set us aright. Let us do the right thing. Let us honor you with our first fruit. Let our first fruit honor you, oh Jesus. Let our first fruit honor you. Let it be our first fruit. Remove all obstacles, the difficulties, the trials, the temptations that make us not give you our first fruits. Let us have that ability to give unto you our first fruits. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Let it be our first fruits. Let it be our first fruits. Let it be our first fruits. Yes. Let it be our first fruits. Oh, yes. I will never return. Yes. Let it be our first fruits. There are obstacles. There are difficulties. There are challenges. Oh, yes. Let it be our first fruits. Let it be our first fruits. Let it be our first fruits. Oh, let it be our first fruits. Let us honor you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And when your blessings come, oh God, let us see the blessings. Let us experience your blessings. Let us experience your blessings. Yes. Let it not bypass us. Oh, yes.
Father, we are thankful, oh Jesus. Lord, we are thankful for this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you enlighten the eyes of our understanding. Father, we ask, oh God, that when your blessings come, we will recognize it. Father, when your angels visit us, open our eyes, oh God, to experience and to see them. Father, help us to count on our blessings for the many instances that you have delivered us. For the many instances that you have saved us. You say, if we have put our love in you, if we have trusted in you, then you are causing all things to work together all for our good. You say, the things that we do have and the things that we do not have, the things that we have received and the things that we have not received, the difficulties that we are experiencing, and the easy things that we are experiencing. Lord, you say they are all working together for our good. They are all coming into the path to make it a nice and a tasty soup. You say they are working together all for our good. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We are so God. Like David said, make me not poor that I will steal from you and cause me not to be too rich that I will lie to you but Lord, help us to honor you with the first fruit of our substance. Help us, oh God, to let it be our first and our best. There are difficulties, oh God. There are challenges and there are temptations and there are trials that come our way that make us consider other things. But you say, you God, you are a jealous God. Father, remind us always that we will not make you jealous. Let not be any other gods before you. Remove every other god that is in our lives. Let not our jobs become gods to us. Let not our marriages become gods to us. Let not our children become gods to us. Let not our career, our school, our education, Father, may they not become gods to us. Because you say, let not any other god come before you. In the name of Jesus. We are thankful and we are blessed to hear your word this afternoon in Jesus' name. If you are here this afternoon, you are not born again, you have not given your life to Jesus. This afternoon, the Lord is here to save. Or maybe you are born again, but you feel that you are very far from Christ. If that is you, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. Or you want to give your life to Jesus. All afresh. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior. He said that he will make all old things in your life pass away. The sins of your fathers will not be visited upon you and upon your children. If you are here, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. Wherever you are. With all eyes closed and every head bowed. Just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. You want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Do not live here the same. Jesus has roamed at the cross to save you. Is there anyone? God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. Is there anyone? I see your hand. God bless you. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. Or you want to dedicate your life again. 
You want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. Keep your hand up. I see your hand. Anyone else? Anyone else? You want to join these ones? You say, I feel very far from Christ. And I want to rededicate my life. God bless you. I see your hand also. Keep it up. Anyone else? Anyone else? You feel you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You feel if you were to die today, you are not sure of where you are going. But he says, make your salvation sure. Anyone else you want to join? If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to take one bold step. Come forward here. Yes, quickly. It is a good step you are taking. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Jesus, we are grateful and thankful. Yes. You can do it another time. He says, Not today. He's saying, You can do it another time. You are here. The enemy is talking to you. You can hear him. He's the voice of the enemy. He says, Not today. You can do it another time. If that is you, beloved, come and join them. You do not have tomorrow. You do not have another day. Yes, yes, yes. You do not have another day. If that is you, come and join them. Come, come, come. Jesus is here to save. Jesus is here to save. Jesus is here to save. Let not this opportunity pass you by. The voice of the Lord is here to save you. He says his, his, his hand is not short. His hand is not short. He's here to save you. Is there anyone else? You want to come? The Lord is speaking to you. And the enemy is telling you. The enemy is saying, no, don't go, don't go. It's the voice of the enemy. Come forward, my brother. Come forward, my sister. Come forward, come forward. Somebody hear like that. Oh, you can hear the voice of the enemy. Do not live here without receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. I want you all join and let us say this. Say, Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I am unrighteous before you. I'm unrighteous before you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I feel very far from you. I feel very far from you. But this afternoon. I come before you. I come before you. With the understanding. With the understanding. That you Jesus. That you Jesus. The son of the most high God. The son of the most high God. You died for my sins. You died for my sins. You shed your blood for me. This afternoon. This afternoon. Let that blood of Jesus. Let that blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. Me. Let it wash me. Let it wash. Purify me. Purify me. And now Jesus, and now Jesus I invite you. I invite you into my heart. Into my heart. Come and live in my heart. Come and live in my heart. Be my master. Be my master. Be my lord. Be my lord. Be my savior. Be my savior. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my in name the book of life. In the book of life. Satan. Satan. Hear me. Hear me. And hear me well. I have made a choice. Jesus Christ is my Lord. He's my Savior. I will serve him. I will follow him. From today, I have nothing to do with you. You have no place in my life. Therefore, don't try to even come back because I have made a choice and I'm not turning back. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Father. Oh, King of Kings, who forsook his crown above and took upon him the crown of thorns, all for our sake. Lord, we are thankful and grateful this afternoon. We ask, oh God, that you build a hedge around these ones. Father, we ask, oh God, that you fill them with your spirit. Leave no place, oh Lord, for the enemy. We ask, oh God, that you cause them to walk with you and never look back. For you say they are not worthy when they put their hand to the plow and turn back. Therefore, oh God, command angels charge over their lives to continue to serve you the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, brother. Put your hand together for Jesus. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's all to his glory. At the end of the service, please, if... We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.